0: OTB GAA. What's more, knowing to be saying the game is tougher and all that. But you'd never see a hurdle broken, it, would
1: you? broke <laughs> <laughs> a <broken> good <laughs> No, but would <what'd> you? <laughs> subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Off the ball daily.
2: And you're welcome to Off the Ball Saturday here on News Talk. John Duggan with you through to five. We hope you're doing all right around the country, enjoying all the fantastic sports we're on offer right now and what do we have on the show today well it is Christmas Eve if you're a Hurling fan and our preview panel throws in at about one twenty with the former Hurler of the Year from Kilkenny JJ Delaney ex-Limer captain and manager TJ Ryan and in a neutral corner the former Lee McCarthy cup holder Owen Kelly from Tipperary that'll be followed at about 2.25 by the best of a discussion which was held this week and hosted by Liberty Insurance and how we can help increase participation rates at a grassroots level for people with disabilities in Irish sport a range of interesting talkers and it's a good listen the Open Championship is ongoing between three and 4 we'll talk golf with the European Tour winner and Open veteran Des Smith and writer Dermot we'll also hear from James Lowe Gary Ringrose and Tyke Byrne as Ireland's rugby squad now prepare for the World Cup warm-up matches and we'll hear a flavour of the excellent herding pod which was broadcast during the week at the Borgash Energy Theatre. The best bits coming up between now and 5. A lot to get through. 53106 the number for your texts at a cost of 30 cents. You also like to tweet us you can add off the ball. We'll start off with the news round, all the latest updates from the world of sport. Aidan Delaney, how are you?
3: I'm pretty good, John, and yourself?
2: Good, good looking forward to tomorrow now. And the Women's World Cup, we think about the Ireland games and a disappointing result here tonight and hopefully we'll get better against Canada but there are four matches a day there's four matches today for example
3: mm-hmm, yeah and some of the big hitters out today as well England have begun their World Cup campaign with a 1-0 victory over Haiti but it was far from convincing from the European champions they needed a retaken penalty from Georgia Stanway in the first half to get past the Minnows in Brisbane she was allowed another go after missing from the spot originally as the video referee spotted encroachment by the Haitian goalkeeper uh, the other two sides in Group D, Denmark and China, they're going head to head this afternoon. That game is underway and it's four minutes old, no score so far. Earlier holders at USA started their campaign with a comfortable three-nil victory over Vietnam, while Japan thrashed Zambia five nil, and day three concludes with pernell Harders. Uh, Denmark, and that's games underway, of course.
2: Yeah, uh, so we have Ireland playing Canada during the week. You feel we've any hope?
3: Yeah I think I was encouraged by the performance that we put on against Australia I mean the kind of word that was popping up throughout the week was you know Euro 2012 let's just make sure we don't go out there and absolutely get smashed by every single team and i Certainly think that Australia, you know, they were the better team. They did deserve to get the victory in the end. But we certainly showed a lot of discipline. We showed an awful lot of um, tactical nous. I think uh, just missing that goal co- goal scorer up front, and I think we always knew we were going to struggle to score goals in this tournament. And a lot of people in the papers today kind of a- asking for the likes of Abby Larkin and maybe Lucy Quinn to come into the side. They showed an awful lot of spark when they came on in the second half. Was that against a tiring side? Possibly. Um, Abby Larkin certainly, you know had that drive forward and, and was getting herself on the ball an awful lot which is what you want to see in a tournament like this so Canada are a different proposition they're 7th best team in the world they had a kind of a stop start game themselves for their opener but I'd certainly think we can give it a go but again I think we're just going to miss some goal scorers in this tournament but even another 1-0 loss I think I would take that
2: Cameron Hill are we going well, to get, get on well against Canada here are we?
3: Um, fingers crossed.
1: I think they'll be very annoyed, and there's uh, a wounded beast. is not something you want to be facing in a World Cup. But um, look, I'm hoping for a positive result. It seems so far that a lot of the really strong teams are struggling to get up to get up to speed in this World Cup. So far, um, the US were far from impressive. They missed a lot of chances um, overnight against Vietnam. England. Were you watching that? Were you? Uh, no but I saw the highlights and I've been uh, keeping up to date Uh, our own Emma Carroll is doing a bang up job in terms of keeping me abreast of what's happening sure cheat Um, sheets and everything (laughs) yeah yeah really good stats and everything Um, but England were very lacklustre today against Haiti Um, I wasn't all that impressed with Spain and I mean something that's gone maybe missing over the last couple of days is that really big win for New Zealand on the opening uh, opening Mm. day against Norway who were backed as heavy favourites with Ada Hegeberg and their team so it seems like it's the type of tournament where the lower teams could take something off the bigger ones Um, if we get the draw a positive result against Canada then we're into that classic Irish favourite of permutations and what it all means and whether we're going to get in last day but the excitement is there and I'm hoping for a good result because I really do think we should have got an equaliser against Australia we were unlucky
3: One thing about the tournament so far is just the amount of penalties that have been given. I think there's been a penalty in every single game I think we've worked out, which is, you know, and that's an awful lot of VAR coming in. And, you know, particularly in, in the England game, there was an awful long, I think it was like a five minute wait for a VAR check that was eventually given as a free out. And then one of the Asian players handled the ball in the area and we had another, you know, lengthy delay for that. And I think encroachment is, is probably a bit harsh on an awful lot of the keepers. It happened in the Japanese game and in the English game where, you know, the keeper did absolutely fantastically to make the save. And yes, you know, we come back for encroachment and the penalty is stored away for the second time. So What's the point of a penalty? The penalty is to punish a defending team for poor play and both teams were punished in the end so I suppose it, the right result but I think it's very harsh on goalkeepers especially when you know they're not absolutely legging it out of their goal or anything like that It's it just happens to be you know, that, that centimetre off their line I think there should be a bit more leeway given to goalkeepers in that situation. Denmark 0-China 0, 0 8
2: minutes gone in the Women's World Cup we have FAI Cup action this weekend domestically.
3: We do the opening round continuing today Atreides United playing host to Cork City in one of the big games from 2 o'clock. At the same time, we have Bray Wanderers going to Cockhill Celtic. There's an all non league clash of Gorey Rangers and Rockmount from 3 o'clock. And at 5, Galway United play Bangor Celtic, while Waterford are away to St. Michael's.
2: Lionel Messi has started his career in the United States. Remember
3: the name, folks. Yeah, he's uh, certainly made a <laughs> name for himself. He's shown why David Beckham's US football club is paying him a million dollars a match. He scored a 94th minute winner, which was a free kick from about 25 yards last night, which ended up in the top left hand corner of the net. It gave Inter Miami a 2 1 win over the Mexican club Cruz Azul in a Legends Cup match. Will Rory McElroy be a contender by this time tomorrow, I wonder, at the Open? He's nine shots off the lead heading into moving day at Hoylake. The Hollywood Club man is one under par with the American Brian Harmon leading the way on 10 under. McIlroy tees off his third round at Royal Liverpool just before half past two. And speaking to the media following his second round, he summed up his feelings going into the weekend.
0: You know, got off to a great start. Was a couple under through uh, nine and then, you know, gave those shots away. Um... You know, on two of the sort of easier holes on the course 11 and 15 but you know it was nice to at least get one of them back on 18 there so yeah it, uh, it played tough it played really really tough um, you know 10 under par is uh, unbelievably impressive out there and um, yeah you know we'll see what the weekend holds but you know after two days I'm actually I'm, I'm pretty happy with my two days work. Nine back at the halfway stage how are you feeling about your challenge of the weekend what do you think you'll you'll need to do to try and win this? I don't think I have to do anything differently. I'm hitting the ball well from tee to green. Um, I've missed a couple of chances on the greens. Um, the wind got me today, and uh, yeah, nine back. I don't, you know, I I might be nine back, but I don't think there's going to be a ton of players between me and the lead going into the weekend. So um, it depends what the conditions are tomorrow. Obviously, depends what Brian does as well. So um, right now, it's it's not quite out of my hands, but at the same time. Um, you know, I think if I can get to 3, 4, 5 under par tomorrow um, going into Sunday, you know, I'll, I'll have a really good chance.
2: Patrick Harrington is 6 over par uh, with one hole to play, 3 over for his round today so he's down the bottom of the leaderboard but it was great for him to make the cut. There are low scores out there. Xander Schauffele at the moment is 2 under for the tournament 4 under for his round today with... Five holes to play and both Ricky Fowler and Patrick Cantlay are in with 67s at the clubhouse. So maybe McElroy will be able to make that charge and put pressure on Brian Harman. Brian Harman was second in the US Open back in 2017, but he's never won a major and he hasn't won on the PGA Tour in six years. Look, if he shoots even 71 today, even par, he'll be probably in the lead going into tomorrow. It's already about him. But if he comes back to the pack, back to the peloton, as they say, it'd be wide open.
3: Yeah, I suppose an awful lot of the English uh, media trying to back Tommy Fleetwood. Does he have the, the stones to to really make a challenge today?
2: I, I think so, yes. Uh, I think he's had, what, six top fives in majors, mm. uh, second behind uh, Shane Larry in Portrush. Uh, didn't really get involved in the duel that day. Maybe he learned from that, but I think he's well capable of of winning this. And he's got the local knowledge, being from Liverpool himself, and nobody... Like Nick Valdo was the last uh, English winner of an Open back in 1992, so they're due one.
3: And why do you think they have struggled at, at their own Open for the last little while?
2: You'd wonder are their players coming through. Yeah, um, Luke Donald and Lee Westwood didn't seem to have the chops to win majors in any uh, sphere, in, in any part of the world, um, as good as they were in regular tour events and both reaching the number one w- world rankings. So. Um, it is a bit of a mystery, but I think a lot of it comes down to what is coming through. We've had a golden age here. We've had an age that I don't think we're ever going to have again mm-hmm. with Patrick Harrington winning two Opens, Darren Clark, Rory McIlroy and Shane Larry all winning one apiece and Ray McDowell winning over the US Open. So like sometimes you get a run like this, but I don't know. Once again, I would wonder if golf going off terrestrial television was the best thing for the game.
3: Yeah, that could hurt at all right. I, mean, I suppose it just kind of takes one of those ones. You know, Matt Fitzpatrick has come through in recent years as well. Tommy Fleetwood is a bit of a character. He's one of those men that you kind of keep an eye on as the tour goes on. So I'd love to see him do it. It kind of depends on if Brian Harman can be caught. I think he's, like you say, he's, he's had this kind of... Um, strong finish to a major before but if he'll be able to hold on particularly with the the weather that's kind of still we were watching some of the golf coming in and some of the shots ricky fowler i think absolutely skied a, an effort going right out to the left so the weather could play its part as well but at the minute it's brian harman city pretty
2: well there are big, there are big numbers out there there are bunkers that can mm. really give you a big number if you, if you get stuck in them uh, So that's one thing as well because they're almost acting like hazards um I think with cricket, for example, in the United Kingdom it's the establishment sport as well as football. And therefore cricket's been able to ride the wave of almost not being on terrestrial TV and you've got test match specials a really big thing on BBC radio. But I don't know if golf has, has had the same um maybe I don't know if it's had the same support speaking, just just look just looking at from the outside in that cricket has had to maybe benefit from not being visible to a huge
1: audience. Could be that. Now I do think um we often talk about this with football in terms of facilities and access the players have to facilities and you, whatever you'd say about the player crop coming through in Ireland, the courses here are brilliant. Mm-hmm. So Some of the maybe off-piste ones like Groans the Groans of the world. Cahal oh, Malani. Cahal Malani, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe Cahal's the next big thing in Irish. <laughs> but he
2: coffee. isn't broadcasting, I can tell you that. That's it.
1: Oh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> look, yeah, save some for the rest of us, Cahal, for God's sake. Um, but we do have incredible courses and I think over the next couple of years you will probably see another crop coming through. Um, Hopefully. Yeah, fingers crossed.
2: Now, we have... The small matter of a hurling final tomorrow, we'll hear from JJ Delaney, Owen Kelly and TJ Ryan very shortly on the hurling preview. But there's Camogie action today.
3: Yeah, Waterford looking to reach a first All-Ireland Senior Camogie final since 1945 this afternoon. They're facing Tipperary in the first of the day's semi-finals at UPMC, Nolan Park. That's a half-three throw-in. Galway stand between Cork and a third successive appearance in the All-Ireland final. They throw in at half-past five.
2: We also have ladies football action.
3: Yeah, Kevin and Waterford looking to preserve their senior status in the All-Ireland Women's Football Championship this afternoon. They meet in the relegation playoff from 2 o'clock
2: in Cretyard. How are we sizing up the hurling tomorrow, lads? It's going to be brilliant.
1: I'm so looking forward to it. I'm still trying to scrounge a ticket, so if anyone wants to help a, an ignorant Mayo man with no knowledge of hurling, really, get to the All-Ireland final. You pretty... are you. I really, yeah, do you know what? I, uh, yeah, I'm... I, I'm not ashamed to admit. Yeah, total bandwagon. should be ashamed. But I'd love to go. I I think Hurling is is like the real world version of Quidditch (laughs) from Harry Potter in that it's so much fun to watch. Would it be fair to say the best team always wins in Hurling um, in terms of quality? I just think it's got a really good democratic way about it or um, meritocracy about Hurling that it always seems like the best team comes out on top. Um, That's a good question, listeners
2: out there. 53106, has there been ever an, an unlucky All-Ireland finalist? Maybe Limerick themselves, 1994, ninety six. might argue that they were just on the wrong side of it against Offaly and Wexford. But has there ever been an unlucky All-Ireland finalist that deserved to win but didn't?
3: I would I would say that Wexford deserved to win in 96. <laughs> that, would. that would be that would be. <laughs> but you had only 14 players would. most of the games, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So um yeah, no, I I'm, I'm absolutely excited about this game coming up tomorrow. I think definitely both teams have come on since last year as well. So it'll be interesting to see. Um I think Kilkenny're a better side coming into this All Ireland final than they were last year. They haven't had any kind of standout performances and obviously the dramatic moment in the Leinster final stands out this year, but they just do what Kilkenny do. They've been putting themselves in a position to win and then kind of steamrolling teams without really needing to, to kick into fifth gear. So I'm interested to see if they will have that fifth gear tomorrow. I think Declan Hannan missing is a huge blow for Limerick. Will who stepped up in that semi-final, but for that first 25 minutes, and it's it's become almost a legendary 25 minutes now for Galway in that semi-final, but particularly the likes of Kyle Hayes, William O'Donohue they looked a bit lost, and Limerick haven't looked lost since you know John Kiley and and Paul Caneric have come in so there does seem to be that little bit of doubt creeping in will the players be as hungry now I mean these are the questions we've been asking all year and Limerick have come through the challenges so you have to say that they, they deserve to be here they deserve to be going for four in a row and they do deserve to be the favourites going in but I think Kilkenny are just a different beast TJ Reid will lead them on I think it's it's going to be a really really exciting encounter
2: yeah, maybe unlucky losers. Tipperary, 2014, the Hawkeye final. That was mm. such an incredible yeah, performance wrong. against Kilkenny, and they came out the wrong side in the replay. Even Temporary 2009, were probably the better team for a lot of the game. But
3: Kilkenny's Cork, maybe in the first game in 2013 as well. I always felt that they were a bit
2: yeah, identified. yeah. Clare, the, the miracle the score, didn't they? Yeah, uh, Was a Dara.
3: Donal Donovan, sorry, yes. yeah, yeah. That, 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 I should know that. Uh, cycling news, yeah, the one hundred and thirty-three kilometer trek through Vosges mountains is the last chance for contenders to wrestle the yellow jersey from Jonas Vingegaard today. The Dane holds a seven-minute and thirty-five-second lead ahead of today's penultimate Tour de France stage, which is now underway.
2: We have cricket. Is it the rain stopping play there? Uh,
3: they were looking at taking off some of the covers, but I think the rain has just come back once again. So it's uh, they'll need a break in the bad weather if they're to push for a series leveling victory on the penultimate day of the fourth Ashes Test. Uh, ben Stokes' side have Australia struggling on 113 for four for their second innings. They're 162 runs behind, and uh, Australia leading the series two-one. Of course,
2: we also have um, Judmont Irish Oaks stay at the Curra, an eight-race card beginning. In County Kildare at half one. Remember, folks. Brayburn Coffee, the official coffee partner of OTB. Brayburn has just opened its first drive-through cafe in Ashburn Retail Park. County Meath, sit down or drive through—it's up to you—with coffee served your way alongside some delicious breakfast, lunch, and sweet treat options. It's the perfect pit stop on your journey. Cameron, um, okay, it doesn't matter if you know nothing about her name. Can <laughs> you call it? Yeah, I think Limerick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Aidan, uh, I've never been one to shout for Kilkenny, but I think. If any team is going to stop the four in a row, I think it's this Kilkenny team. Well,
2: there you go. The definitive verdict there on Off the Ball Saturday here. We've got our preview panel coming up after this break with JJ Delaney, Owen Kelly and TJ Ryan. Don't go away, folks.